0: Welcome back to another episode of Up in Your Business. Uh, we are here with Chris from Trailblaze Marketing. What's up, Chris? How's it going? Um, so Chris and I met through Founders and Friends events, which um, you've probably heard of through our last couple episodes uh, with Nick and probably with Bradley. Um, but it's basically uh, an event once a quarter, basically, and uh, just get a bunch of business owners, creatives, entrepreneurs together and um, that's really it. We take over a bar. I like the way Nick describes it. He says, we just take over a bar and hang out for the night. Um, <laughs> no name tags. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's how Chris and I met and got to talking a little. And I thought uh, it'd be a good good guest for the podcast. So
1: yeah.
0: um, here we are. We're going to start with 20 questions. 20? Which I, just, wanna, I thought there were 10. No. <laughs> <laughs> he adds to them all the time. You were mistaken. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> uh, but these are like rapid fire meant to be very... Uh, just quick and kind of fun. Uh, so first one, favorite color? Blue. Favorite snack? Ice cream. iPhone or Android?
1: iPhone. I Does don't that... deal with the green bubble side. That's right. Sorry, Bradley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Left or right? Uh, right. Pick a number one to ten. Seven. Favorite number? Twenty-four. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Favorite drink?
1: Favorite alcoholic drink. Could be. Mm, Hendricks and tonic. Ooh. Favorite drink, if I didn't care about calories, is a good old coffee milk, because I love Rhode Island. All right, all right, there we go. Uh,
0: Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced coffee. Steak or chicken? Steak. Oreo or chips Ahoy?
1: Oreos with coffee ice cream in between. (laughs)
0: Favorite vegetable?
1: Uh, Roasted.
0: No, like what's your favorite vegetable? I have no favorite. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a good one. That's a new one, though. Roasted so like if vegetables. they're
1: not like mushy,
0: yeah. I'll eat
1: them. Okay. Uh, do you
0: prefer to work from home or in an office?
1: I prefer the office, but we do have a hybrid model that works out pretty well.
0: Uh, clean desk or messy desk?
1: Clean desk. Uh,
0: your biggest inspiration or role model?
1: I guess I'd have to go with my father. That's a good one. Last time you ran a mile or close? <laughs> um. A a while has been a mile. Probably a few years, I would say, since I have had surgery. So a few years before the surgery.
0: Okay. Uh, Coolest place you've ever traveled?
1: Amsterdam. That was pretty cool. Ooh, that is cool.
0: Uh, First job ever?
1: I worked at a deli. Paying
0: filios. Nice. Favorite day of the week? Saturday. That's a good one. Uh, And then favorite part of your job?
1: Uh, The people. Um, We have a great team at Trailblaze, so leading them and um, meeting new people like the two, like the two mics.
0: There you go. Good stuff. Um, Awesome. So Felt like I was in
1: interrogation mode there.
0: (laughs) 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 Nice and easy. You're good. You're good. Oh, great. You passed, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Amsterdam. What did you go to Amsterdam for? Vacation?
1: Uh, 2010. So um dating myself a little bit, but we graduated college and one of my buddies and I were like, you know what, screw it, we're young, let's go on a little Euro trip. So oh my God. we uh, flew into Cork, Ireland where his sister was studying abroad, so uh, we visited her and then we hopped over to London and was there for like a good three, four days and kind of reset ourselves. It was like, oh, this is kind of like home. Yeah. Um, and did a lot of historical stuff there. And it was really cool. And and then from there we took a a train, I guess, under the water. Or did we fly? I don't remember. It was a while ago. Yeah. Um, and we went to Paris. And I just oh, yeah. fell in love with Paris. My last name is Parisi, which yeah. is spelt P-A-R-I-S-I. It's the Italian version of Paris, I guess. (laughs) Um, And it's just such a beautiful um, city, Uh, the most beautiful city that I've been to twice. And it's the most beautiful city ever. But then we ended it in Amsterdam. And that was a wild time that, you know, those stories will probably not make the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Um, But it was also a beautiful uh, city as well, where, as you guys probably know, it's all... Um, canals and you know a lot of bikes so yeah. we we rented the bikes <clears throat> and just biked everywhere a lot of art museums I didn't realize that uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands was the like richest country in the world at one point oh, wow. I think in the 1500s a lot of the ports went through through Amsterdam Holland yeah. um I, you know I'm not a history buff but yeah. uh, I thought that was neat I didn't know that and uh, yeah definitely would recommend Amsterdam. Um, it was definitely more unique back then. Yeah. Before uh, these days, where now um, you know everything's legalized. Right, right. Yeah. Well, not everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long were you in Amsterdam? Uh, I would say four nights, four days, four nights. We we were. It was a two week trip okay so we were in ireland the shortest because there really wasn't much to do there besides yeah. just look at the beautiful green pastures and, and say, drink, yeah. Guinness. Yeah. drink guinness Drink Guinness. it we did go to a guinness um factory, factory. Yeah. oh wow that's cool. we did a little tour I have some memorabilia from that.
2: Nice. Like you have to go yeah. to that if you're going to go to Ireland. You got to. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Guinness is actually one of my favorite beers. It's oh, there you go. Uh, less carbonated and I have like a, an esophagus issue. So like the less there carbonated, the better for me. So Guinness. Less
2: calories good. and a Bud Light too. Really? I know. Yeah. Which is crazy because. You would think that it's. Uh, yeah.
1: Like a heavy stout. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's
2: like, actually, it's good for you.
1: <laughs> all right, I, right that's, that's a stretch the, the irish believe that i'll yeah, tell you that i am irish so oh, okay so uh, it makes sense yeah, yeah. yeah now ireland was was also beautiful The you know very green yeah, you know, which, yeah. which is
0: really cool that's sweet i uh yeah. i went to paris on my honeymoon and oh it was like oh man it was, it was fun there's nothing we,
1: more romantic than paris
0: yeah we we did there that was like part of our trip we went to paris then italy and then mykonos wow and yeah i know
2: that's, Let's talk about the Holy Trinity over geez. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: we went all out. It was like, we're going to go big. When was that? Uh, June of last year, May, oh, May wow. into June.
1: We got like married in two COVID 2020.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah,
1: we said, screw it, we're still wow. getting married. Good for you. So you had a small wedding then? Uh, Somewhat. Um, We were originally supposed to get married in like July, and then... That couldn't work, so then yeah. we pushed it to October, oh, okay, um, 2020, and the venue that we were had had some special permit where you could have like a hundred or so folks. Cool. And it was like this massive, um, well not massive, but it's just this big open area. Oh um, nice. And in uh, Five Bridge Inn, it's really good. Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, we've been there a couple times. Yeah, you good probably place. did some uh, weddings uh, video yep, yep. Uh, there. Um, beautiful place, and we got to stay there <clears throat> at the inn, you know, yeah. for two nights. Had the reception at the barn, but we it's did. We're, like, we're going to do it live, you know. We just said we're not yeah. going to keep pushing yeah. this yeah. wedding anymore. Some people
0: did. Oh my god! Some people pushed like three
1: times. Yeah, yeah. We weren't about that life. We yeah. had to send. We sent invites, then we had to send uninvites. Yep. Then we had to send reinvites to those that we uninvited. Oh my Man. god! It was a mess. That's torture but we're so glad that we did it yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, out. and
2: i feel like during that time too it was a it was rare to get a lot of people together so when that happened everyone went like overboard like it was a <laughs> yeah. lot of, a lot more you're looking forward I'm to. Sure everybody had more. a great time yeah yeah
1: yeah we all had a great time and, and you're exactly right everyone yeah. was like this is the first big gathering that yeah. i've been to and i think masks were still kind of required somewhat yeah. um dancing wasn't allowed so we didn't dance no we totally <laughs> um and uh and and it was it was great but we you know followed all protocols once the kind of older folks left yeah, um yeah, things yeah, definitely got a little crazy yeah, yeah. um but we you know we followed all the guidelines that's good of course <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> oh that's cool uh,
0: yeah. um so i i'm kind of curious like what i guess what was the idea that got you to start trailblaze and where was the inspiration for it and everything?
1: I've always been interested in entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, I mean, even when I was young, I remember always wanting to sell the most cookies or whatever the fundraiser was in yeah. the, you know elementary school or, or or high school. And I was pretty fortunate in the sense that uh, my uncle first, so um, he uh, rest in peace, Uncle Michael, he started a deli. Okay. The first job that I had to oh, kind of cool. go back nice. to those twenty questions. That's I was awesome. making uh, stuffed peppers, so cut up the cheese into yep. little blocks and wrap the prosciutto over it. And put the pepper. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so I saw what that was like, and you know, it's it's a lot of hard work, as you both know, and as a lot of the other entrepreneurs out there know, it's a lot of hard work. But you have that freedom yeah. to do exactly what you want to do. Um, you you end up caring more because it's yours, right. so yep. it's it's certainly worth it. But you know, um, sometimes it would be nice to have someone tell me what to do. You know, and like you know, here's yeah. my task list for the day, or, right. or or leave work when I leave the uh, office, which you know never happens when you're anymore. An yeah, of course, no. But um, so I always had that entrepreneurial spirit when I was young. Yeah, and then uh, my father uh, bought a company um in the early 2000s and this was like he's first generation so i'm second generation he's the only one that went to a college you know in okay. his whole family i mean his like my, my grandparents didn't even go to didn't even graduate elementary school right like oh. they had it like they was out of the great depression you got to get to work as soon as possible they worked in jewelry um manufacturers both of them she my grandmother came over the boat and he was the one that went to college which was like whoa that's that's huge um they called it reject back in the day i don't know if you knew that but ccri used to be called rhode island junior college so they called it (laughs) reject r-i-j-c Uh, I think that's that's why they rebranded it to CCRI, (laughs) which would make sense. Um, And then he went to Bryant to finish out in the last two years when it was Providence. Anyways, my point is, is that he's had that entrepreneur spirit. We didn't really come from much. So when he bought that business, he pretty much put everything on the line, which was the house. Like he bought the house, which was like a big thing, you know, to own a house, which again, he was the only one that did that in the family. And then we're like, well, this better go well or else we're going to be homeless. Right. 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 Um, so I saw that growing up, and his business is in the copier printer technology business. Okay. So out of college, I went to Bryant as well, like Bradley, like Nick, like a lot of the other folks. Sure. Where did you guys go?
2: I went to uh, Champlain in Burlington, Vermont. Oh wow. Yeah,
1: that's cool. Very
2: cold. Very yeah. cold. Very cold. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It yeah. was a good time. Yeah. And then I
0: went to uh, Framingham. <gasps> stayed up in Framingham.
1: Okay. Cool yeah so um yeah i went to Brian, and then i knew i was going to uh work for my father's company to help him out because he's not a marketing guy he's an accounting guy and numbers guy just work hard and everything will work itself out yeah yeah um, which worked back then um so i was like i'm going to do marketing that was my passion and i did in-house marketing first for the company rebranded it from advanced business machines do you know why they named it that? What? So it would be first in the yellow pages. Yes. Oh my
0: they, God. Yep. It's so funny. The amount of times I've like heard stories like that on podcasts. Like I think I was listening to like a Gary V podcast recently and like way back in the day, all these businesses would just be ABC painters, <laughs> ABC, this ABC marketing, ABC, you know, windows because they will That's why press. it's triple Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: shit. Yeah, that's why they have AAA because they oh were god. no one could beat that unless you were quadruple A. So, um, oh my god, that's crazy. So I rebranded that to Innovex, innovating excellence, and did the whole in-house marketing until 2013 when they acquired an IT company that had this little digital marketing department and website department. Okay, and they just did it because of the IT, which fat fit well with what they were doing on the printer printers and copier side yeah and i was like i'll run that a little department and kind of see what that's like um because we had they had some clients so long story short uh acquired that ran that then took that over and then as i kind of learned because i'm still in my 20s at this point as i'm learning i was like all right well we got to changed the business model and then i was like we gotta rebrand it yeah and then eventually you know i had that conversation with my father like listen i don't i'm not so passionate about copy machines right no offense (laughs) but i'm passionate about this so much that i'm gonna essentially acquire it and separate it Ah. and then um separated it and then you know, can put my money on the line, put, yeah. put it all on the line and couldn't hide behind the big company anymore. So right. it was it was scary. Right. No more guaranteed paycheck coming in. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing like um, and if we failed, it was just a department that wasn't doing well. Right. The big de- the bigger departments, the copiers, the IT, they yeah, were doing fine. They like, make
2: up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: you could lose money and they're like, whatever, you know. So I was like, you know what? I got to do it. I'm going to go all in. Yeah. And, and uh, I did that around 2018. Um, Any
2: pushback from your dad?
1: No, he would have loved for me to take over uh, his company. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. But he knew I'm a passionate person, and I'm not—I wasn't passionate about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he—he he thought it was pretty cool, and and um, you know, it wasn't about really money for him as much as like, all right, good luck, kiddo. Like, yeah, you think yeah. you can do it? You know, it's going to be pretty tough. He doesn't really have any marketing background or, or, or knowledge, um, so he's like, yeah, I don't know, do I? Don't know. You know, go ahead. Yeah. And um, we rebranded it, then took it over, and then um, made another big move, which is to move out of their office we were literally like in the upstairs of their office in lincoln rhode island (laughs) and um moved into providence uh in this beautiful space downtown i don't know if you guys ever been there no where is it it's on westminster street so right across from malted barley Oh, oh wow you're right in the mix oh yeah. right in the mix yeah. and we'll have to come visit sometime. Oh, i love that area for sure it's, he it's just like malted barley i do love, mal- <laughs> I, love mal- <laughs> I love pretzels they used to call me the pretzel prince of providence <laughs> i even had a whole uh list called zelp because i called pretzels zells um Zels. <laughs> which was like the yelp for zells yeah. and i would go ahead go around rate all these pretzels around the, oh the state and the country that's so and, funny and I still go to malted barley and they call me the Zell man. We're
0: going to title this episode, The Pretzel Prince of Providence.
1: <laughs> episode 59. <laughs> I still love pretzels. Um, don't really rate them as much, but malted barley does have great pretzels. Yeah, they're, um, they're, they're the, great. They're really great. Um,
0: I also love just like their beer selection, their drink selection. Like the place itself is just like a good time. I was. They make a good old fashioned too.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're really great so next like time you place. come by uh trailblaze we'll yeah. we'll uh, meet at four o'clock <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> and then we'll go over uh across the street so, so you're
2: right on the cobblestone right there mm-hmm. yeah that's awesome
1: it's, it's it's amazing it brings a an energy um yeah. to the office you know you have the you're in an old building but it's tall you know glass of Floor to ceiling type windows. Yeah. Um, And, uh, but that was a big move too, right? To kind of wrap up that story is Mm -hmm. all right. Now we're taking another leap where your rent goes from zero dollars to thousands of dollars. Providence pricing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so we've been there uh, since 2019, went through the pandemic and all of that, but uh, don't regret a single thing. And we've just been continually growing uh, ever since. That's awesome. And how, uh, how many employees do you have now? Uh, now we have about 12 to 14. It kind of oh. varies right now. We have 12.
2: Yeah. Were you trailblazed right off the bat or did you go through any iterations of names? Like how'd you come up with the name?
1: It was a, it was a process, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was I, the
2: hardest part. I think when we started yeah. to name.
1: Right. And we kind of do that for a living for, for our <laughs> clients. <laughs> right. right. But yeah. when it's your own, you know, and it's, a uh, 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 funny thing is that one of the most difficult things when my wife and I were having our child is name in the child. Oh my God. We literally, she had the baby and the nurses are like, what's his name? We're like, mm, we're not sure yet. <laughs> That's right. they're like you gotta figure out a name we're like we're yeah. down to three we want to take a look at him and see which one he looked like um we chose Caden. love you Caden. um you and go. uh with with the trailblaze name we it was like a year or two like a year uh, and we actually called it operation blue anchor like because we didn't know a name so we just called it blue anchor until we figured out what the name yeah. was and yeah. i actually remember i was in our my old place um downtown in, in providence uh, at Order place and, and just one night it clicked and it was trailblaze trailblaze marketing it's a good name it just came it's strong it, yeah, yeah yeah it is and then um my uh dan alexander he's our creative director he's been with me for about 10 years now oh. and i said that to him and him and i are like partners yeah. he was like "Yup, that's it Excellent. and then he just that night I, like i called him and he's like I I got it and and then he created the brand and the logo and the design.
2: So he made the little spaceman?
1: Well, that's actually our newest brand.
2: Yeah, I like that a lot. I was looking at your website earlier, it's it's really cool.
1: So there's uh, Trailblaze Marketing. That's like our our core business model for mid level businesses for that higher level strategic marketing. But, and, and we may get to the whole small business initiative that i've done um starting the rhode island small business coalition well i was like i I don't have an ability to service them on the marketing side because they just you know it's for the mid-level businesses so i launched called trailblaze pvd and that is a you know a sister brand it's it's trailblaze Uh that services small businesses and startups uh, so we have like affordable packages where we're a Wix partner. So we're able to build a website for like under a thousand dollars compared to like a website that's custom built with through Trailblaze for like yeah. $40,000. Sure. Right. So like we could turn around in weeks instead of like custom programming months yeah, and yeah, months. Yeah. You know, we're working oh on wow. one project for like over a year. But um, but but yeah, so that Trailblaze PVD is the astronaut guy. Yeah. Um, and we call him Blaze. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh, that's really cool. So that's that brand.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, very cool.
0: And um, as far as like when you guys were growing in the first couple of years, like what were some of the biggest challenges you you kind of faced along the way?
1: There's a lot of challenges when owning a business, as of both of you can um, attest. Um, it's really just kind of figuring everything out and when i mean that is is there's the people right the people are the most important part of any organization right so you have to make sure that your roles are defined and and you have to make sure that they're very clear on what they do and then how does it fit but the biggest challenge i would say is to um it it never stops, right? So while you're trying to figure everything out in terms of roles and responsibilities, processes and structures, you also have to ensure that you're reaching your client goals. And also you have to market your own business and grow your business and do sales. Yeah. You know, I think, and I say this often, but folks underestimate the difficulty of running a marketing agency And the reason why that is, is that as a small business owner, let's say we own a coffee shop which I would love to do as a side note. Me right. too. Should we just yeah. open up a coffee shop? Yes. Call it trail forward or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like a forward blaze. I don't know. Ooh, forward <laughs> blaze. It's <That's> pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to make a note on that one. They have uh, we'll come back They
2: to have to some it. new buildings right across the street. That do they? have uh Yeah, they got some retail space in there. You yeah, the emblem 125, the new apartments that went up. Oh, the, yep,
0: yep. The first floor is going to be all like retail. All right. So, Perfect spot. Yeah. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> sure others will be involved as well. We can we'll get, get some investors, going. I'm sure. Blaze
0: forward beans.
1: Wow. If you guys are interested in being part of this, reach out to us. <laughs> we'll have a co-op so going. everyone could be an owner. There we go. Yeah. And we could all you know, share the profits and the responsibilities because yeah. it's a lot of work to own a business to kind of tie yeah. it back. And running a marketing agency, you, uh, running a b- regular business, right, you have to. Always be uh, always be worried about trying to grow your own business, grow your own business, make your profits, pay your bills. Right. Running a marketing agency, you now have to worry about that for all of your clients to try to think about how can I grow this garage door company? How can I grow this chocolate manufacturer? Yeah. How, uh, well, I gotta stay on the trends. How are they doing? What can we do? And then you also, by the way- you Have to grow your own. Exactly. Yeah. And market your own. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say that was probably the biggest difficulty in the beginning but i would say our biggest difficulty even today many years later is still that balance of you know the painter's house that's never painted like how can we continue to allocate time and effort to ourselves because clients always come first so it's a balance that i'm sure the two of you totally uh can can feel
0: oh yeah it's uh the the defining roles thing was i feel like really big for us um in the first couple years we at the beginning, you know, we just did everything and then over time we we were like, okay, I think like we should probably figure out like, hey, what what should you do and what should I do so that we both like have a direction when yeah. we when we are working in, in projects and for clients and rather than just like both of us just, you know, doing whatever we have to do. It's
2: right. Kind of, when you start it's like all right, we gotta file this paperwork, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. It's just like all right, what are we going to do today? You have a to-do list and then you don't even get to it. Cause a thousand other things come up. Right. So it's like, all right, if we're going to worry about one person to worry about marketing, one person content creation. Yeah. And kind of go those routes. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what we figured out how to do. That makes yeah.
1: sense. Cause you're, we're very task driven in the beginning. Right. You have like all these, you just want to get it done. To, to, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, once you get larger, you can start seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. But, you know, I guess I,
2: it's like proof of concept first. And then once you prove that it's like, all right, now what true, can we do? True. True. Yeah.
1: Cause when you bootstrap it, right? Like I didn't have investors, you right. guys didn't have investors. Nope. When you bootstrap, it, you don't really have the luxury of time. Yeah. You don't really have the luxury of like staff that can yeah, like yeah. do a bunch of things. So you, exactly. you just, you know, just do what you can. And then yeah. Delineate those responsibilities based on core competencies. I would, right. I would say that's one of my strongest skill sets nothing to do with me it's actually others right is identifying talent and then putting them the right seat on the bus right right. yeah because if you set people up for success then your business and agency is going to be successful but if you don't have the right folks in the right seats even if they're talented it's not going to work out yeah yeah for sure
0: it's funny i was talking to somebody the other day and um we like on the topic of like in the beginning just kind of bootstrapping like Uh, the first year Mike and I started, we, you know, we're a video production company. And so we would approach these clients and be like, Hey, you should really get a video done. And they're like, ah, like, you know, I don't really want to spend, you know, whatever, $3,000 on a video or whatever. And then we'd be like, "Hmm, well, we built our website on Squarespace. Hey, what about if we built you a website and did you a video for 6,000? And they are like, now you're onto something. And so like, we did like, a, a solid like handful of, like Squarespace websites our first yeah, year just to get the bills paid. Just so we could yeah. also do video projects and photo projects and um, and
1: then you built that up and then you have a portfolio exactly. and then you yeah, learn so more yeah. and yeah and then you could focus on what you're you're best at and, and what you're most passionate yeah. about too. We actually
2: yeah. did a uh, when our first office was on Way mm-hmm. next to PPAC. Okay, wow. And uh, we did a Wednesdays on Way where we'd go out and find a some store on waybossett street or business or, and yeah. do a free video for them and yep. then put it out and it's just a way to build our portfolio we're like we need content so yeah. we're gonna go make free videos Brilliant. for all these people on the street like you remember U melt mm-hmm. we did oh, one yeah. for them i don't think they're there anymore it's something piece. else
1: they're not there anymore no i, I think, think so they,
2: yeah try it maybe you can confirm
1: for us if U melt is still around yeah I, I, i've been there on waybossett Onway boss said, I've been to U Mel, I think about six months ago. So there's hope. There's oh, hope. all right. The there's
0: last time I was over there, it looked like it
2: was closed. Yeah, I thought they were replaced by someone else. I'm not positive, yeah. though. I know yeah, they have other, right or they had other locations
0: anyway um but, but yeah, yeah like so we they, did stuff like that we
2: did the pizza queen we did like all, the whole strip anything we could find the piano yeah. store that's on there we <laughs> yeah. even did that do you know the piano
1: store oh yeah they've but been there for a while a like i love looking at old photos i love history yeah. i said i'm not a history buff it's because my memory's not great but it doesn't mean i don't love it and yeah. um and and i always will look at uh i mean always i'll often look at pictures of what providence used to look like there's a great oh, instagram really cool. handle um i think it's called pvd now and then Ooh. and what this photographer does is he'll take he'll show an old picture from like the 1800s 1900s and 1970 and then literally go to that spot in providence oh, take and a take a, photo a now. current photo oh, so you'll awesome. swipe left and right that's and weird. you'll see, in, and like, that's one of my favorite accounts because so uh, cool. I just love that stuff. Even in our office, you'll see a bunch of pictures from what Providence used to look like. Westminster used to be a closed road. So there was uh, the, the pavement was raised and it was at the same height of the sidewalk really? and you couldn't have cars. So, yeah, my father grew up in Federal Hill, like most good Italians in Rhode Island. <laughs> and he would always say how he would just walk over there and, and there would be no cars and it was mostly a, a shopping plaza. So um, the, the big store is uh, in the middle, Shepherd's, you know, the shepherd's Clock. So if you see that big clock on Westminster, oh, it's still oh, there. Yeah. That building was one huge department store, kind of like before oh, wow. Macy's or like in the Macy's type era. Yeah. And it was the place to go shopping locally. Wow. And then in the 80s, they introduced this thing called malls. And it just like, and I was like, wow, never I heard of malls, it. and it's like the the newest and greatest thing. And parking was getting more difficult in Providence, so yeah. they're like, wow, these malls. I can just go in these suburban towns like North Attleboro, and I can just go to shop. Oh my god, this is amazing! And and uh, that kind of died or killed like the that whole theme. And then they made the street drivable yeah. again, and
0: and so um, it was just a street that was only for like pedestrians to walk, right. right right it was just
1: the same height of the sidewalk and um yeah you would just uh walk around so if you take some if you find some pictures in like the 60s and maybe early 70s that's
2: really cool i have to look that up that's pretty cool yeah yeah Yeah, definitely
1: look up that instagram handle i don't know if i'm getting it right or wrong i think it's pvd now and then on instagram that's cool um
0: what's what's the deal with you
1: milt it's permanently closed. Uh, oh, RIP. It. RIP. RIP. <laughs> so good. Melted away. Uh, it was good <laughs> while it lasted. It day. Very, very unhealthy, but very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably for the best now that we're all getting older. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, you melt is no longer there. Those calories count.
0: And you were right on the Instagram handle PVD now and then. Thank you, Trent. Mike That's Ferguson is the photographer. Another oh, Mike. shout out, Mike. Look at that. Good <laughs> name. That's funny. Um, All right. Another question. Um, So as you were growing, when you started like hiring people, what did Mm -hmm. you what did you find challenging about hiring and like what was your approach to hiring when you first started?
1: Yeah, we would um, we were always pretty good at retention. Um, Culture is key. Right. Right. And I mean, I'm not saying anything that no one knows, but uh, culture has always been a priority for me especially in a services-based industry where people are literally doing the work. We're not making widgets here. Right. Um, but when we would need to hire, whether through growth, right, primarily, or, you know, to the, you know, we, it would almost like we'd go through cycles like three or four people would leave. Like, What the heck? Um, and I would feel that the biggest challenge is because of our prior talk about how you're just doing a million things. You're going so quickly that like the onboarding, right? Mm. So, it's not like where this large corporate company where we have an HR person to introduce you and interview yeah. you. And then, then you go through this person and here's our eight week program. Like, listen, you don't have eight weeks to get going. We yeah, need you yeah, to yeah, stop. Yeah. You got four we're, days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's your, here's your first week of training yeah. and also setting up that training and, right. and who's going to do that. Cause I'm busy. They're busy. So like, yeah. I would say the onboarding experience, which obviously is so important for a new employee. That's where I, I failed in the very beginning because if you don't start on the right foot and learn all the information not even just the hard skills that they need to know but like where are the documents and how do i submit a pto request and little things like that like what about your brand and your culture so we learned and then we start developing a um like an onboarding template and an onboarding checklist and then a presentation that i would do no matter the employee bottom or top that introduces them about the brand and our values and our culture. And, and then we try to just really, we don't try, but we really structured everything so that it's as efficient as possible. And that Um, there's
0: a system in place for it. Yeah.
1: And I would say another great um, solution to that is uh, not to give companies shout outs, but Insperity, they're a national company. We use them. So whatever the company is, peo so instead of um hiring an hr person hiring a payroll company hiring a benefits company hiring consultants Mm -hmm. you can use a peo depending on like number of employees that you have but they can start pretty low we don't have a lot of employees and we use it and it helps organize everything and structure everything and like i'm not I'm not doing HR hiring and onboarding and filing paperwork and like, no, go in the system, follow these steps and and even if you have an HR issue, you're not coming to me, you're going to our HR professional or if they have to go on medical leave, I'm not trying to figure it out myself. So having that service has been and i've had it for three years now has been incredibly helpful yeah. um to kind of tie back to that yeah. that number one issue which was like that oh. whole onboarding experience yeah, yeah we just
2: recently got uh zenefits okay so we've been using that. it's kind of the same idea it's like yeah a not as sh- in depth but yeah, uh, a little uh, more streamlined yeah. It? yeah uh full like it, you go and just kind of like uh, put in some information, it created a full handbook, like mm. all all that stuff, all like the important yeah. things that you need. It gives our employees like a chance to then go online, and look at their PTO, their all that stuff that like they're gonna ask time. us the questions. Yeah. So it's who, right, right there for them.
1: I used to have it in a Google sheet. Yes, yeah, yeah, so <laughs> <I. laughs> uh, It's not really too you know, a uh, professional. That's what,
0: I'm pretty sure we used a Google sheet to track days off and stuff too.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. that's totally yep. what we did. <laughs> like this like, is not going to, this is not, you can't, this uh, is not
2: sustainable. Yeah. Because once you grow, you you yeah. got to keep it, you know, more succinct.
1: And like, yeah. what are they, like they had to like, well, they could view everyone's because it's one sheet and then like <laughs> there's a total and it subtracts the sum and it's like, Hey, I can. And so it kind of worked and it will work because you got to do what you got to do in order to succeed in bootstrap. Right. Um, but then eventually you're like, all right, well, this isn't, and it's also taking more of my time as a business right. owner that I could be doing other things like, yeah. like growing the business or, or, or growing yeah. others. Yeah.
0: Um, so when you, I guess a random question, but when you were just like starting the company, did you ever think about getting a business partner to go in to the marketing with you? Like 50 50? Did you, did that ever cross your mind or?
1: no. To answer pretty quickly, uh, I, I don't know what my, my father's always said to me. I don't know if it's okay, but he always said to me, Never get a partner. Really? I don't know why. I think he got burnt once or, or saw some bad yeah. experiences. You guys are partners, but yeah. it's um, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he, he kind of like burnt that into my brain. But also, mm. I just. I don't have time for. I don't know. I didn't need one. Yeah. I had an idea. I, I've always had a vision, and our vision, my vision, has always kind of come true so far. So I'm I'm pretty good with that. But I did mention um, Dan Alexander, our creative director. He's been yeah. with us for ten years. He's so important. He, um, you know, really embodies what it means to be a trailblazer to elevate yeah. others. And he does. He is. A, he's a. He's a partner in the sense that you know he has. He has some equity where if we were to grow and and sell out he's going to get you know a percentage of that so um i don't necessarily have a partner but i do believe in giving back to the employees that shown that loyalty and that value because they're so important
2: i mean especially for 10 years too he's stuck by your side without a doubt i'm sure there's been ups and downs and values yeah
1: you know and and i really value that and there's you know you could say a lot of words but at the end of the day you know um saying here's part of the business you right know, that really i think Means says something. more than anything else yeah, yeah, right. and uh, he's appreciative and, and he wants to see this uh business to continue to grow and, and maybe one day we'll, we'll exit out and yeah you know be by a beach but until there then go. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna grind
2: that's everybody's dream yeah. right? <laughs> just get there sell it and retire yeah. <laughs> right
1: retire. you know if i could ret- i mean can you retire, though?
2: Uh, yeah, that's. I always think about that. Like, will you ever be fully, like, I'll still, even if I were to hit the Powerball or yeah. something, it's like, I'll, I'm still going to make videos. It's going to be passion projects, but I'm yeah. still right. going to be doing it. Right. You know? You'll
1: just be losing money on your video projects. Yeah, but I'll win the Powerball, money. so who cares? Yeah. I'll have all the
2: money in the world.
1: Exactly. So I feel like my goal would be to one day really grow Trailblaze where, i'm doing other businesses yeah we joked around about the coffee shop but like i really want to open up a coffee shop one day like they're gold mines they they are they are everyone loves coffee. number one drug in the world that's 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 right and these days (laughs) these
0: days people pay good money for coffee
1: right and the margins are pretty good right they're insane yeah. So, um, I mean, even we talked about Nick earlier. Nick and I even was talking about opening up a coffee shop. Yeah. Um, talked about uh, Marcella, shout out from Latino Policy Institute. We talked about opening up a coffee shop. I think I've talked about it with a lot of people. So at, at some point.
0: You're going to actually do it.
1: We're going to do it. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and I think going the co-op model is a great way to do it. Because it's not like it's a business where like this where you know we could really grow i mean yeah. unless we're going to be mocha joes across all yeah. all con you know all states right. in the country and, and be right. the next starbucks or something like that but you know so like if we do a co-op i think that's the model and just have fun with it have your yeah. own coffee shop maybe get like a liquor license or, or a beer and wine yeah. license so that you can some generate some coffee. revenue yeah after you know it's like main street coffee, coffee. Yeah. yeah, you go yeah. in there
2: on any night, and it's just I you can't even Main walk Street around. Parking. Have you been there? No. It's this place oh, in EG on never... Main Street, and they
1: oh oh, I'm thinking North Main Street in oh yeah, no, Main Street East yeah. Greenwich. Okay, yep, yep, and yep. And it's
2: just like they make the best espresso, espresso martinis, martinis. Mm-hmm. and you go in there, and it, so you can't good. even get to the bar. There's always so many yeah. people in there, and yeah. then during the day they serve coffee, and right. they're like a bakery and everything. Yeah, oh. so they it's they got to be making money hand over fist.
0: I remember one time was, was it the time we were there? I was trying to think, I was like, okay, you know, $12, espresso martini, you know, say a hundred people per hour. I started like doing the math, <laughs> trying to figure out like how much money they're making in one night. That's <laughs> funny shares a lot yeah yeah
1: yeah and they're just having your own little coffee shop right oh, so so cool you're pretty close to where we are right so it's only a few blocks away so yeah i'm telling you we can just we can open up one that's in the middle <laughs> something good. in the middle um you know maybe around friendship street or something like that
2: and then you get the Wu kids coming in you, yeah. Got, yeah. You, know, you have all the clientele all yeah the downtown Excellent. financial people
1: i think we're going to make this happen yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why By not? By the end
2: of this episode, we'll have
1: <laughs> we'll the de- papers. <laughs> we'll develop a business plan. <laughs> as we're speaking, and uh, yeah, we'll just crowdsource ideas and mm-hmm. um, other investors that want to be part of this um, best coffee shop in Providence. Already,
2: has got to begin with an A though the name, so Triple
1: yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> A Coffee, Triple A, yeah. uh, ABC Beans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's funny.
2: I just had a I had a quick question when you were talking about the. Um, during the 20 questions it mm-hmm. said uh you said they have a work from home hybrid model how do you find that mm. that works how do you how would you get to that point and how do you track or keep tabs i guess on the people that are working from home
1: for sure it's a great question and it's one of the top questions of our you know post covid world right yeah, covid yeah. is what caused us to be remote there was that Friday March 13th i think it was yep and um we immediately within within the next day by monday morning we were fully remote right um and so number one you have to have the system and infrastructure to yeah. to do it and uh, we have a hybrid model where so so to kind of answer your question in full circle we went full remote you know lockdown right And then we slowly came back, but instead of having everyone come back fully felt like that would have been a little too much. Right. So I adopted a hybrid model where we are remote every Monday and Wednesday and in the office every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Okay. Okay. So number one, that creates routine. So people know I'm going in the office, I'll be home. I can kind of plan things accordingly. Um, But how do we hold them accountable? Right. so we do that by two ways number one we have a very strict project management system we use Reich there's a lot out there um, i'm sure you guys use oh god i've heard of so many so many right trello and asana but Reich like is huge is the- because um we have all of our clients in there all of our campaigns and tasks and each task is assigned to an individual and then there's effort allocated which is time that it takes so we know every week so we do it on friday afternoons we know every week that each team member is going to be allocated like 30 hours or so worth of work and it's broken down by the day so like six hours a day that they're going to be allocated work okay so if if they're remote they're going to get their shit done you know whether it's I mean, if they stay a little bit later, they kind of take a siesta. If they're not on calls, just get your, get your work done. Mm. So
2: as long as the task is completed within the time limits, then it's
1: good. And the second thing I do that the team was like, eh, but now they're so used to it, is every Monday and Wednesday, we have an 8.30 a.m. stand-up meeting. Want to make sure you're alive, (laughs) but we want to also be very clear, what are you doing today? So we are, are, client services team will will go through each production team member and say, "All right, Dan, what do you got on your plate today? And they'll go through it. And like, Oh, you know what, this is a top priority. Let's just push that to tomorrow, we got to get this done. And they know very clear what they have to do that day in their wake. Right? Yeah, even sure if that, they're on their phone probably half the time, yeah, you know, yeah. they're awake, they're alive. Do you make them turn the uh, camera on? I don't make them turn the camera on. <laughs> I don't have my camera on all the time too. I have a one year old, so yeah. I'm up at like four AM, six AM, you know, and I'm like half asleep. And I usually take the shift from like six thirty AM to seven thirty AM and then my wife will take them at seven thirty AM and I'm like half asleep. So I probably look disheveled um, <laughs> on, on Mondays and, and Wednesdays, um, but that's how we do hold them accountable through yep. the task management system, having the standup meetings in the morning and creating a routine. So it's a flexibility that I empower and trust them. And, you know, we're, they love it. The team loves it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Sometimes they come in on Monday and Wednesday if they want. Oh, okay. Um, sometimes they work remote on Fridays because they need it, or they have an appointment, or they, they just needed a mental yeah. Friday. That's that's remote, but um, y- you work so much better when you're in the office together. Yeah, I, think I think so, especially yeah. for businesses like ours that are very collaborative. Yeah, very creative. Um, so we we love coming in the office. We have that that great office. You guys have a great office space as well, yeah. and um, it works for us. And and hopefully that can that can help give you some ideas as well out there on, on how to manage you. Like, what do you guys do? Is it, is a it... just full time in the office? Yeah. yeah. We yeah, never I'm really, we sorry. went remote. No, no, you're no, good. That's
2: why I was curious just to see how yeah. you do it because we were remote obviously when everything happened, but we went right back into the office cause you know, the project files are so big. We have a lot of footage you're running with Yeah, it's, yeah. and your feedback. If you're at home and you send out for feedback, but say Mike or I, and I are busy for the next two hours, you're just going to sit around for two hours waiting for our feedback where right. if we're here, it's instant feedback. And then you right. go right back to work and get it right. done.
1: No, it makes sense. Every business is is different. Yeah. Like if we're like building websites or something that's going to take weeks and weeks and weeks, you know, like, a, you know, that. There's enough work for they can kind of continue on, but right. there's the file size, like logistical items like that, that yeah. just, you know, may not make it as easy to, to, to work remote. Yeah, yeah. When you have
2: like a 500 gig to like one terabyte project that you're working on, it's like kind of hard to just pass that around and different, you know, give yeah. ideas off. And I don't know. It just, yeah, it becomes a lot.
1: It's so much easier to collaborate and work together when you're in the office. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. I don't know. Trent was listening, so maybe he yeah, want. Yeah. Maybe he may suggest. Trent would
2: love to be at
1: home right now. Trent, what do you think about that model? Um, the hybrid yeah. model where Mondays and Wednesdays you're working remote, Tuesday, Thursday, Fridays you're in the office.
0: Uh, no, I I really like that business model. Um, <laughs> I Told you. Did I just? <laughs> did did I you, just? Well, well I've I've, th- I've put thought in it before, but yeah, we are in here Monday through Friday. But uh, like my girlfriend works, um, she works Mondays and.
1: I think Mondays and Wednesdays from home. Yeah. Does she work at Trail Place? No, no, <laughs> she, she works somewhere else. And uh,
0: like she, she's loved it since she yeah. started it. Um, you know, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope I didn't call you know cause <laughs> a stir yeah, here. Not, not the place to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> shoot, my bad. No, no, it's no. horrible. I would just go different. full full in the office <laughs> every day. No,
0: I'm genuinely curious because like it's been huge on LinkedIn lately. Yeah. I feel like it's just. It's a big, big debate, and I'm always just curious. I, I personally sometimes like to do a little bit of work at home. Sometimes I'll leave at four thirty or five, but I'll go home and I'll still mm-hmm. do a little bit of stuff in my home office, or I'll come in at like ten and I'll do a couple things before.
1: I mean, this week, even though Monday was a holiday, I went in the office. <laughs> Me too. Um, Wednesday <laughs> yeah. was remote. I went in the office a little bit. So, yeah. like, you know, it's just a guideline um, to kind of give you that that space and kind of breaks up the week, but. It doesn't work for every business yeah right if you're a coffee shop you got to go in every day <laughs> yeah. right so it really depends on the business as marketing and the type of marketing that we do where yeah. we're, we're able. And again, the systems, that's the biggest thing. Right, yeah, right. Um,
2: yeah, You get everything in place to make it happen. Yeah. They know what they
1: got to do, whether they're in the office or not. And yeah. they, they love it. They love being in the office too. It kind of makes right. it, they're not like a drag, you know, but it was a little tough because again, we just made that investment in this downtown space. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our, our rent's not cheap. Right? right. So like in a way you almost want to be like, ah, oh, you know, everyone go to the office, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. um, like, were you,
0: were you hesitant? to to like keep people at home at first like no you adapt you feel like you adapted pretty yeah yeah well
1: you know shout out to the team because we did well when we were fully remote you had Um, to be we had to be right and i knew how important it was to them um, and it's it's just worked out yeah so uh if you have those systems in place I think it's possible and, yeah. and maybe just, you know, maybe go one day. I right. Remember. And yeah, also exactly. listen individually, uh, you know, looking at myself, although I like to go in the office there, I do enjoy that Monday and Wednesday and being a father now, yeah, like, like uh, it, it's, it helps, right? You know, we, we have our mothers that come by to, to watch the baby, but you know, he may be crying, may need another hand. Even if you take five minutes, right. I'm able to help out qu- quick five minutes, go yeah. back to work. Um, but you know it also has its negatives you're working here baby crying right so um, (laughs) everything in life has its pros and cons it's just doing the benjamin franklin and seeing which one has more pros than cons
0: yeah 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 it's interesting yeah no it's i feel like a lot of people learned like what like almost like learned more about their lifestyle being forced to be at home Mm -hmm. like coming out of it people were like oh you know this is really important to me i I really enjoy this flexibility of being able to work from home or like, you know, it really matters to me that I can take an hour in the middle of the day and spend it with my kid or my mom right. or my dad or my, you know, whatever. Right. Um, whereas like people would have never like even thought to experience that before. Cause it was like, yeah, without COVID, everyone would still be in the office. Yes. Yeah, 100%. exactly. We would
1: still be in the office yeah. every single day. Right. COVID changed a lot. Yeah.
0: And it's crazy to think that like that brought out where like some teams I feel like could probably work better remote or just don't need an office or um you know a lot of companies are probably saving a lot of money
1: they are there was just a a um, study out of i mean i'm not out of cambridge there's a study out of cambridge (laughs) um there was a study that just came out it was one of the big companies that paid for it and they did find that you long story short you work more productive when you're in the office i mean i don't know if you needed a study to to figure yeah, that it's out it's like a no-brainer <laughs> right um but so like there, there are it has to be a balance i i would not allow a fully remote yeah, yeah. office i mean we do have one individual that is fully remote in maine um but you know having a, a team i would feel lonely i would feel yeah, yeah. like just
0: wouldn't feel right i feel I like i would not
1: i wouldn't feel like i'm working for a company i would feel like i'm in a I don't know. I yeah, wouldn't like that. So you can't
2: build a culture uh, if you don't. Yes. Have anywhere yeah, in that office. too for sure.
1: Exactly. I mean, on Thursdays, Trailblaze Thursdays. Today, today's Friday. On, on Trailblaze Thursdays, as we call it, we have our one company meeting every week, and that's where we go over agency news. Each department head kind of gives them an update, and we'll always have like a culture section. So, yeah. like uh, one phase, we did an elevate at Trailblaze. Program, or that's what it's called. And then, so one time we did a a AAA's TED Talk where each team member would choose a TED video that's like six minutes or under. Everyone would watch it, and then we'd have this discussion afterwards. It had nothing huh. to do at work. That's but cool. But it kind of just showed like this person was interested, in, um in gambling. This person was interested in dreams. This person was interested in yeah. why ask. So like, oh, that's cool. You you know we do these things every Thursday um, to kind of get together and build that culture yeah. that we wouldn't be able to. Your point Mike, do right. if we were fully remote. We have Trailblaze Fridays after dark, right? So like on one. <laughs> (laughs) last friday or the first friday of every month we go out um malta barley to malta barley (laughs) we went to Reiner's or whatever it's called to do oh i like that place the the, the virtual golf golf and stuff um so like we try to do those things uh Mm. we don't try we do yoda Uh, we do those things in order to build that culture that you just how many times can you play a zoom virtual game you know that we did during the, the lockdown times yeah yeah yeah, yeah, it just gets
2: enough of it. Or that. even uh, and I bring this up a lot, but during the covid time Mike and I would hop on a Zoom and the first 45 minutes we're just talking about our lives yes. because we haven't talked to anyone. You're right. like so it's yeah. like your first human interaction and like before we got to work. It's like there's goes 45 minutes, but you needed to do it just to right. just, just are to talk to someone, yeah.
1: Right. Right. So, definitely a balance. I would yeah. never go full remote for for I mean, I say that um, but I, I probably will never go full remote, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know if I would ever go back full full in office as well. Yeah. I enjoy yeah. those those Mondays. Those Mondays are you know are tough yeah. after a weekend, because now the big thing is four day weeks.
0: I saw that when you were said when you said I saw a study. I thought you were going to say the study that came out about the four day work week. Yeah, it's, they started in the UK. Yeah. What do you think about the four day work week? Well, if you want to get paid eight hours less, then. I'm good with it. So, (laughs) well, no, so for real though, at least the headlines, I, I didn't like read the full, full articles, but I've read some comments and I've read some of the titles. Um, But they basically said that a lot of companies saw more revenue, increased productivity and just like more efficiencies.
1: Right. I did see that study as well. And you're exactly right. Um, So uh, to tie back in I'm not saying I agree with we it, had but that I don't know. Trail uh the TED talk and one of the employees the first one was about the four day work. Of course. <laughs> I was like, what the heck guys. <laughs> this is an ambush. And it felt like an ambush <laughs> and I was like okay wow this is where this is going. Great way to start. Um yeah, it really set the tone for these Ted uh Trailblaze <laughs> TED talks and you know, I, I, joked around, I was like, all right guys, you want to work four days a week and then you get paid for, oh no, we want, so you want to work for four days, but get paid for five days. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, doesn't Does that, that sound sense? like a little silly? Um, but you know, jokes aside, as a business owner, it's tough to kind of swallow, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I can see the benefits. I do, I did see the survey and we are toying with the idea the only way that we can do that is if we continue to grow and we have redundancy in roles, because you can't just shut down on a Friday. Like our clients don't shut down on a Friday. A website may be down or a social issue or something like that. So where I think we could go and whether my team watches this or not, I don't know, but where I think we could go is if we grow, we have redundancies and roles. And as long as you can get 30 billable hours a week, which is essentially what I need them to do during a five day week, then go at it, right. And, and, and do it, you have yeah. the four day work week. Cause as a marketing agency, you got to differentiate yourself. And again, the people, the most important part of the organization. So yeah. I am open to it, but not when you're small. Those yeah. studies were done for companies that are massive. Right. That can to have multiple redundancies, that can afford, like, you know, issues yeah. like that.
0: So you'd have to offset people, right, probably? Like, yeah. some people would go Monday through Thursday, but others would go Tuesday to Friday. Exactly. Or
1: whatever. You can't have all your web developers off on a Friday.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, what if one goes down? <laughs> yeah. client needs something. So and that's what I was
1: telling my team and trying to, like, motivate them to, like, do more than your job in the sense of, like, try to really ensure that trailblaze grows because right. it's going to benefit you. If we have these other developers, designers, social media, that's ads. a
2: big thing. Like having employees that want to want the company to grow too. Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly what you said. It's going to make the company make them happier and it's going to take less off their plate. And right. if anything, it's going to empower them to make more money because they exactly. have people underneath them now.
1: It, it, exactly. And sometimes I'm like, and I get it because people are always you know they're in their own world and they're just trying to do their job right and like to ask them to do any more of that is just you know difficult but to what you just said it's like if we do better you do better Right. Yeah. It uh, benefits can't, everybody. Can't simplify it more than that. Yeah. Um and, and they get it and they know it and and they do care. What I love about my team is they give a shit, right? So right. like they, they understand it, they care and they they want to they want to grow. Yeah. Um but yeah, if they grow then they could get a little bit closer to that four day work week. But <laughs> but uh Just but yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> four day work weeks <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is a little tough to kind of wrap your head around working four days, but getting yeah. paid for five.
0: Yeah. And the, I, honestly, the biggest thing for me, like I'm all about change. Like I embrace change and if, you know, if there's improvements and whatever, like great. But my biggest thing, like you said, would be like clients. Like our clients aren't taking Fridays <laughs> off or Mondays off yeah. every single week. Like,
1: and do you think w- where as business owners going to be working just four days no, a week? Absolutely no, absolutely
2: not. I'll still be working five days not and then, like, a chance. What if, <laughs> or seven. In our case yeah. too, what if you have a shoot on a Friday? Right, it's like all right. Well, now everybody, you have to break everything you're doing to uh, what you're used to to come in for a shoot on a Friday. Right. It's right. like, how are they going to react to that? You know, right?
1: You've got to like pretty much triple your team size or yeah. triple triple everything so you have like a backup and a redundant yeah. role exactly um, right. in order to do it. So we're not there yet, mm. but yeah, that was the first Trailblaze TED Talk. Think.
0: Oh, that's funny uh, though. And I was like, ah, oh, wow, Son Shay,
1: <laughs> Shay. But you know, I what's, love you, Shay.
2: You know what's funny? You see, like. All these stuff, all these tech companies doing stuff like this, where they have these crazy campuses, and then they have um, these these things they implement, like the four day work week. But now you're seeing everybody's getting laid off, so it's like, did it really work, or Mm. like there's a you know there's got to be a pull somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's a good point, you know, and um, I guess only time will tell. But I think it is just like we talked about hybrid. It is very industry specific yeah right? yeah right um you know like a manufacturing plant i bet you they just make those workers work harder <laughs> those four they do 24-hour <laughs> shifts I'm <laughs> yeah there. they
2: just rotate
1: yeah you know so like uh, it'd be like
2: four days we're going to six <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah 12-hour shifts they work in three days we'll be, Hey, three-day work we can't be working 12-hour shifts exactly right. yeah um so yeah no that's that's interesting
0: when uh when you've been hiring have you i guess lately um you know, in the past year or so, if you've hired, have you had people ask if it could be fully remote? Like, have you had to address that? And-
1: um We make it very clear that it's a hybrid model and that's yeah. the model. Um, if I'm going to be hiring someone, they're going to be coming in the office because of the culture right. to learn. Right. You get to, and, and, part of working at trailblaze, the best part is the people like yeah. in, in the culture that we have, like you're not going to want to miss out on that and just be, be home alone. Right. Um, so we make it pretty clear that that's yeah. our, our business model. Um, so, uh, but we haven't had any setbacks with, with that's that, good. you know, yeah. and uh, cause they, they're just happy that there's a hybrid model.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, I, I'm always just curious cause I do, I find a lot of people on LinkedIn who are very strongly fully remote and they think it's,
2: like I mean, now, the only way LinkedIn
1: has a lot of opinions, yes, you know? yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know,
2: and uh, who just knows like what really that person's doing either, you yeah, know, yeah, a lot well, of smoke screens up on LinkedIn,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that, well, yeah, people would just be like aggressively, you know, fully remote. And I'm like, okay, you try. hate people if you're not fully remote, like that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly. so yeah, like, uh, like jump down your throat. throat, and I'm like, yo, like. Try running a business, then you tell me you want to be fully remote. Like you be right. the owner, right? Um, And then, and then my other question is: um, Have you ever had a bad hire, and how did it go?
1: Um, yeah, I'm trying to. What think was their of name? Sure. <laughs> name, social address. <laughs> What's their address? Um, you know, we've been pretty lucky. Um, that we, I'm really trying to honestly think that we haven't had a a bad hire like i don't think i hired and fired someone within the first three months or six yeah. months oh, that's good. um or, or something like that
2: a testament to you picking out the right people too
1: yeah I, I really do think that's you know i would say when people ask like you do the icebreaker, is what's your superpower <laughs> my answer is typically empathy and that's different from compassion, not to say I, like I am compassionate, but like people kind of mix those up. Like Empathy is the ability to really understand others, sure. simply put. And the way that I'm able to utilize that skill set is, are they going to be a fit in our culture? Are they motivated? Do they have the things that I can't teach them? Um, and that has allowed me to pick the right people um, in the right spots, kind of going back. To tie in what we talked about earlier. So yeah. I think we've been pretty good and our retention rate of employees has been really high. Um, so I would say since the pandemic, um, I think only one individual has left us. And that's because wow. he wanted to do his own soulpreneur. Mm. Situation, so hats off to him. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Yeah. Go on, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So and he did that, and, that's and, he, cool. and he's doing well. Good. So, good. so we're pretty, we're pretty good with that. um That's like a so good reason
0: to leave. Like, yeah, probably, probably bittersweet.
1: Yeah, I didn't feel bad. I felt pretty happy for him. Yeah, I was kind of annoyed in the beginning because I was like, oh shit, I got, yeah. I got to do X, Y, and Z.
0: Got to find a new person to replace him or whatever. Or you know, he was good, and then we lose him. But right, and in, in a sense, like your other's half is like. Good for him, man. Like you know, Yeah, like
1: good for him. Great. It wasn't us. I didn't feel bad about like right, like, like anything us. you did wrong, right, or or our clients or this whatever. That's um, cool. So so yeah, we've been pretty fortunate, um, you know, with that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, um, what would you say your superpowers are? Ooh, oh man. I know, like I had my answer already prepared. Yeah, you were good. Um, so I asked myself that, and answered it. And I'm buying you, <laughs> buying you guys some time right now. Yeah, keep talking, keep talking. Um, but oh, you know, superpower. what would be your superpower? Um,
0: I would say maybe similar to you in a sense, like not not exactly what you said, but I I do my best to like I guess give people the benefit of the doubt, which I guess and sometimes can be a weakness, and maybe I do it too much, but mm. um, like I, I try to be very understanding of people being different thats like
1: compassion. Okay. So yeah, like you're compassionate. Yeah. You you care about others and you're not just, you know, have whatever's in your head and whatever they say you don't even hear like you're actually listening to them.
0: Yeah. Like I try to, I try to like understand that everybody's situation is different or and and human is different. So like, you know, the way I work is very different from the way you work or the way Trent works or the way Mike works. And, um, we just all have our own little quirks. So I, I try to be mindful of that when, when maybe problems arise.
1: Yeah, and that's probably also why you're good with clients. Yeah. Because they're all different, and they're always the most important client.
0: Yeah, and I wasn't always good at it. I Over time, you know, when you get forced into challenging situations, you have to like adapt. And um,
2: so, you know, I've certainly gotten better over time. I just spent that whole time trying to think. Yeah, I mean, I, I, got, I got nothing. You got
1: nothing. Would you say it, it's maybe on the creative side? Yeah. What about like your eye? I was just going to you say, say like your eye, eye for would detail. be your superpower. Your yeah, superpower? I guess
2: that could be it. Um, another thing I try, I don't know if it's a superpower, but it's trying to like, you know, make people feel like, yeah, we want to work hard, but also understanding that, all right, if they have an issue, like how can I help them out? Mm-hmm. And hopefully they don't feel like they feel like they can come to me to talk to me about an issue they're having right then i can help them out right you know i don't know if that is a superpower but well it's
1: definitely a superpower in the sense that if you didn't do that it wouldn't be good for you yeah exactly like <laughs> you, you people wouldn't no problems would come up which would mean they would just boil up to the butt right. you know
2: right you like would, i don't want someone to just oh to get to a point where they just explode right yeah and then exactly they, they quit and yeah whatever yeah
1: Custom. you can't solve a problem that you don't know exists yeah exactly. yeah so i think that's a i think that's a superpower i would go Call, with that yeah. Yeah.
2: i don't know what it's called but <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well no, it's, they're
1: all kind of similar in that empathy compassion yeah which i think you
2: have to have to be a business owner you have yeah.
1: to right you know unless you're you know one of those you know um really good psychotic folks don't have empathy. And sometimes they tend to be the best CEOs. Right, right. (laughs) Um, I don't know anyone specifically, but I'm just saying you just read a lot about they, you know, some of the best CEOs are um, very self-centered and and don't really care about others. And sometimes you almost have to be that in certain industries, but for a small business yeah, that people are everything you got to be, empathetic and compassion in order to see them grow our number one mission at trailblaze is to elevate elevate others elevate our communities elevate our clients You literally go in our office you'll see the word elevate everywhere um and it just reminds like hey our job is to not just worry about ourselves it's if we elevate others we elevate ourselves indirectly through that and that's the message that you know is it's it's ingrained into our mission that's so cool. I like that. Yeah.
0: Um, I had another question. I'm trying to remember it. Um, oh, 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 yeah. What was one of your favorite projects that you guys have worked on or, or um, alternatively, like favorite client you've worked with? Like a cool, notable client or something like that. And,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. All my clients are equally my there favorite clients. <laughs> there you go. So can't choose favorite kids or favorite clients. <laughs> Um, you know, there's there's a lot of cool projects, right? Like, so uh, when it comes to ongoing marketing, sometimes it's not as cool, right? Sure. We have some clients that manufacture rope. Not that exciting, exciting right? right. Uh, but we do a great job. They've been with us for seven years. They were in Pawtucket. Huh. Um, so I would say uh, we, we did stuff for Ballard's uh, Beach uh, Club. Oh, cool. So that was kind of cool to... To like, all right, today's job is at Ballard's Beach Resort. Yeah. Um, I just stopped him from drinking. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we didn't drink on the job. That's uh, a cool. One. And, That's awesome. and, and that was like a fun one. We were like on the roof. I don't know. It was yeah. just pretty cool. And my, um, I actually remember my nephews happened to be there. Oh, that right. day so that's they cool. were we had them in the shots oh, that's awesome. and then that's they cool. were ended up being in the final cut video yeah. that we used for the website and um, marketing purposes that's a cool one. so that one kind of comes to mind yeah, um yeah. you know kind of thinking about some unique experiences and of course it had to do with video which we don't do often yeah. um but they were an ongoing marketing client that you know they're like can you just do that too and we we're like sure sure. You figure you we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah they're like well, we should hire you know like a like a focus for- oh, no 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 uh we want to to do it and, and yeah. you know not spend more money but um <laughs> but uh uh but but it, but it was great and uh, that, yeah. was, that was a cool one especially with the family being cool. there yeah. yeah yeah that's fun yeah what about that's you guys tough. um
2: i think uh well not uh, like a fun project yeah saying? fun project uh
1: probably, not favorite client
2: probably go Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, So they make like they're all run by uh, combat uh, experience special forces. Oh wow! Um, And they make backpacks that you can put weights in. You go on these things called rucks, which are just long hikes, Mm -hmm. carrying weight, carrying. Yeah, like you put like weights in the backpack and stuff. Did you have to do that? No, no, no. (laughs) No, (laughs) But we they flew us out to Colorado, and for three days straight, we filmed them going through like the mountains of Colorado with all these special forces guys. Um, yeah. Like for example, they'd be walking through the middle of the woods and all of a sudden they'd be like, Hey, artillery just came in. You lost your leg, pick them up and they would have to carry them down the mountain. So they do
0: like challenges for normal citizens who want to sign
2: up. Yeah. Oh, they, wow. they basically put them through the training that they went through. Oh wow. And yeah. we were in Colorado. We got like what? Three, four hours of sleep. Yeah. When he is. means three days straight, like actually three days straight. Like, wow. Uh, and that we, was
1: fun for you, Mike. It was,
2: <laughs> it was fun. I mean, in the moment, I was like, "Jesus, this is intense." Insane. But yeah. then looking back, it's like, "Wow, that was pretty Quite cool." The that and like just to say that we did it, yeah. And the content we got from it was unbelievable. I yeah. Bet. That's we cool.
0: like we we landed in Colorado on like a Thursday evening, and I, I think like that was when we slept. We probably the first thing we had to like go to, I think, was the Friday morning at like six a.m. Yeah. And by the time we like went to bed, it was like two or something. So we slept four hours. Then the event starts on Friday mm. at 6 p.m. and it goes until um, 6 a.m. Or no, it was a six-hour event. No, 24-hour. Then 12. Then six. So it started with a 24-hour. Oh my god! Long event from 6 p.m. Friday to 6, 6 p.m. Saturday. Saturday. So Oof. you know, in that time, we maybe slept two hours. We went to a Denny's or right Denny's at 3:30 in the morning. um just because we needed some food just slept slept in the car for maybe a half hour um and then and then the next event they had a three-hour break 6 p.m to 9 p.m and then it went 9 p.m saturday to 9 a.m sunday and then that time we
2: maybe slept two hours the Uh,
1: question was fun (laughs) Um, it was it was because we got to like go through like the mountains and and
2: when you're in the middle of it it's just like let's go let's do this you're just the adrenaline's pumping by the end of it oh man the the flight home from Colorado, I don't think I, I don't remember it. I was sleeping the whole time. Yeah, but, yeah. And then I slept for the next two days when I got back. But yeah, it um, was just, just the experience alone was was cool. Yeah, it
0: was just cool. We got to like meet all these people because like all the people that were involved were just regular citizens from
2: all across the country,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and the people and, who ran it were. Uh, Green Berets like yeah, special, special forces. forces so the stories they were telling throughout were yeah. wild. That's
0: and, cool. and they were just like cool people so we got to like hang out and meet these people and get to know some of them and um they were all just like really great people and um part of the event too was like a um special for this guy uh Dave who was part of like the group um that these guys were in their special forces group and He died in Afghanistan on Thanksgiving like years back. And so they did like a tribute to him Mm -hmm. and his mom came and spoke. And so it was like really like special and um, yeah, just like an awesome cause and, yeah. Just the stories were like fun. It's cool. Just being we awake still talk. That was 48 what, hours.
2: Three years ago, four years ago. When 10, we yeah. still yeah. talk about stories from that just because <laughs> yeah. it, it was, it was out of control. We didn't yeah. know what we were getting ourselves into. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean,
1: at the end of the day, if you do what you love, it's not even work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's best entrepreneurship message is just do what you're passionate about. Yeah. And the rest will kind of figure itself out.
0: Yeah. And it's much more reward. Like I would much rather like have fun stories and, live those things then make a little bit more money you know right. like i don't know
1: Money's always good to tell too <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: if i got both you know then i'm good but you know so cool. um all right well uh, this would kind of be the end here but um what would be some of your advice or a couple tips to maybe some startup marketing people or somebody looking to maybe join a marketing company. Yeah, we
1: definitely kind of sprinkled them out throughout. um, So, so maybe we could really do a good job cutting them in. (laughs) Um, But if I was to have a message to, you know, entrepreneurs, it's number one, we just said, do what you're passionate about and the rest will figure itself out. Um, Number two, the people are the most important part of any organization. You treat your people well, you build a culture, um, the rest, figure itself out as well once you've got those systems in place yeah and, and i think those two things right number one about yourself do what you're passionate about and number two about others yeah. uh give a shit about your people empathize with them put them in the right seat on the buses and build a culture that has them enjoy doing what they're doing because when we yeah. enjoy we're doing what we're doing it's not as work that much and, and we actually do better
0: work yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah.
1: hell yeah and start cool. a coffee shop Coming soon.
0: Yeah. Um, ABC coffee. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Chris, where can people check you out and learn more about trailblaze?
1: Yeah. So individually, uh, you can find me on Twitter. Um, I guess search my name, Chris Parisi and Paris uh, with an
0: I at the end. Paris
1: with an I at the end. That's how I always Italian Paris, the Italian Paris. (laughs) So, you know, find me on LinkedIn or Twitter at trailblaze CP. Um, But our business is, uh, at trailblaze.marketing so it's kind of cool oh, the, cool. the like domain that. is just www.trailblaze.marketing marketing. Cool. can't really forget that and if you are a small business and startup check out our new brand trailblazepvd.com where very we can cool. help uh, grow the startup and small businesses
0: very good awesome
1: thanks Chris this was All fun right. man Yeah. thank, thank you a great, good time. thanks for coming I, on I appreciate the invite
0: thanks for listening everybody hope you enjoyed uh, stay tuned for the next episode and let us know what you think